At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We begin hour number two of the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds right here on VEASAN. I do enjoy this exercise, Wes, with you because we get to play the little game called Bet Now or Bet Later. And the idea of this exercise is to see if the value is current or if you think the value might come later in the week as we peruse uh, the NFL slate here. And again, we have two Saturday games, Wes, that are going to grab my eye, certainly. And that is it opens up with the Raiders here on the road against the Browns. And you look at the line, and it opened up about six, and it's gone up to six and a half for Cleveland here. But only one game separates these teams in the win-loss column. Yet when you look at the number, you would think this is a three-win team versus a 10-win team. Right. And before we get to that game, I do want to piggyback off the last segment because all of a sudden I'm seeing the screen light up a little bit. Kansas City consensus four-point favorite. Now seeing some three-and-a-halves appear in the market. And that might be a reaction to that Chris Jones news being in COVID protocol and what's going to happen there. And we know, and we talked about it with Soren Petro in the last segment in in the last hour, 
Chris Jones being back and moving him toward the middle in the middle of the defensive line has been a big time factor. Once they sign Melvin Ingram, that gives them a pass rusher. So that's absolutely been a big deal. So I talk about sometimes we overreact to like COVID news mm -hmm. and the market kind of overreacts. Maybe not as much of an overreaction if Chris Jones can't go. Well, let me ask you this then as we're doing bet now or bet later. And again, here we sit on a Tuesday and this game is Thursday and the Chiefs are four point favorites still on the road. What would you do with that number? Would you bet it now or bet it later yeah I mean you probably want to take the fours that are available I think there's still one here at South Point bet MGM sponsor of this program is at three and a half most of the market is at three and a half so if you want to get the best number four is probably going to be the best number you were going to get try to grab what's left out there depending yep. on your store okay so let's go ahead to the Saturday game here between the Raiders and the Browns and again you know we understand it now it feels like Cleveland's getting back in the good foot but they couldn't cover against the Ravens and that was without Lamar Jackson a week ago they did get the two-point win and I'm sure that Kevin Stefanski is thinking hey just win baby but this line has already gone up a point and a half so depending on which side would you bet it now or bet it later? Yeah, the Browns and I uh, are not really on speaking <laughs> terms right now. I did cast the bet, though, in my pocket on the money line. But, of course, it was two and a half, three in the contest. So it's, uh, it's like that old crisscross song. You could get the finger. The middle, <laughs> Cleveland. Thank you very much for ruining a 5-0 and week in the contest for us. It's hard enough to get winners. But nevertheless, this was five on the look ahead. Went up to six and a half. Started to see a little bit of support for the Raiders. Now down to five and a half. And this is really a tough call for me because Cleveland, you know, they're, they're just not covering. They, and they've had injuries all year. And Baker Mayfield, boy, he still, he still doesn't look right. And I know Zach Jackson from The Athletic was on with us a couple weeks ago. I think it was on the Sunday night game uh, on our Green Zone on our Sunday show before they played the Baltimore Ravens. He's like, Baker just doesn't look right. right. Now we're starting to see all the national discussion about should they move on from Baker Mayfield? What should they do with this guy? Cleveland, you look at injuries, still have them. Kareem Hunt, doubtful to go. Linebacker Anthony Walker in COVID protocol. David Njoku in mm -hmm. COVID protocol. Anthony Schwartz, receiver, concussion. Greg Newsom, corner battling a concussion. Safety Ronnie Harrison, ankle. Harrison Bryant, tight end, dealing with the ankle. We know Jack Conklin, the tackle now out for the season. The punter even, Jamie Gillum, uh, was uh, hurt last week and I think is still out with COVID-19. Raiders have their injury issues to uh, Kwiatkowski on IR. Darren Waller didn't go on Sunday. Denzel Perryman, questionable. Carl Nassib, questionable. I think that the Raiders are probably a dead team yes. right now. But uh, I, 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 I can't lay it with Cleveland. And I'm looking kind of uh, at the market. And uh, actually, uh, this is actually just breaking. Uh, coincidentally enough, we're talking about this game. Kimberly Martin, NFL reporter for ESPN, uh, just tweets out about five minutes ago, hearing the Browns have a significant number of yes. COVID cases among mm -hmm. players, including multiple key guys on offense. Stay tuned. And look, this is 24-7 news now, so people don't miss that necessarily. Right. And they don't miss a trick. you got to be following the Twitter machine and 24-hour cable news and whatnot for these games because – this screen's about to get lit up, and the Raiders are about to see some either see some money or the books are going to move this number so that you can't go ahead and take advantage of a good number because I'm even seeing a couple faraway places go down to four and four and a half right now. Wow, that is a developing situation. So bet we'll, now, yes, I guess, would be you, you uh, would, if, you, if you like the Raiders just to get the number. You can always maybe buy out of it or try to middle it. But, yeah, I'm starting to see four at some whoa. faraway places. So, again, that is uh, literally information coming in as we speak right here on VEASAN, so we'll keep a watchful eye on that.
that, but that is good advice again, and you got to stay on this stuff 24-7 if you really want to take it seriously. Let's talk about the Patriots and the Colts, another Saturday game here. What really fascinates me is the line move here that open up with the Patriots as two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road, and now the Colts at home for the shoe are giving two. So you've already seen a four-and-a-half-point swing here, and we're not even through Tuesday yet. So depending on the side, and I know now we never like to bet bad numbers if you want to back Indy, Mm -hmm. and you feel like the value's already kind of slipped away there, Wes. But since it's inside that three, is there still value there if you like the Colts? Uh, There could be. I mean, I usually, uh, when it's, under three, I usually like to lay money line. Actually paid off for me it did, in the Cleveland the game we just mentioned. And also the uh, 49ers game laid some small favorite money lines there. And that's probably what I'm looking to do here. This might be the old uh, pros versus Joe scenario. Because you look at the Patriots, they've won and covered seven in a row. Mm. They're the number one seed, I believe, right now in the AFC. Indianapolis is seven and six. But if you look at Indianapolis, and I think a lot of the market, and that's why you've seen the movement toward the Colts side, this is a team that should be 10-3. and three. Yes. If you look, they blew that game on Monday night. I think it was like, what, 25-3 to three over the Ravens in the third quarter, and then Lamar went nuts, and the Colts started to get hurt in the secondary, and Ravens took advantage of that and came back and beat the Colts. You remember the game, of course, uh, the Tennessee game when they're mm-hmm. up 14 to nothing. Frank Reich going for the kill shot. Michael Pittman, the receiver who's had a really good year for the Colts, loses the ball in the lights, and Derrick Henry gets hurt in that game and doesn't return. Nevertheless, Tennessee comes back. They win it in overtime over Ugh, Indianapolis. That game still stings the nostrils. Absolutely. And then Indianapolis a couple weeks ago, they had Tampa Bay down yeah. 10. Couldn't couldn't put them away. So this is a blue. This is a horseshoe team that should be probably <laughs> 10 and 3. And I think a lot of the market is recognizing that. I think the casual betters are going to come in on the Patriots because like how are the Patriots an underdog for God's sakes. Last time we saw them, they didn't even hardly throw the ball and they still won against at least a solid team on the road in Buffalo. So you know, I think you can bet later for the Patriots, but I don't know if this is going to get to three. I think this this is going to dance around two, two and a half from that standpoint. Still think if you like the Colts, you can lay money line here. I think that this is the spot. This is the spot for Indianapolis that if they win this game, they're going to go to the playoffs. Yeah. Because uh, you can just tell because the momentum is just going to get going with this team. Both of these teams are off bye weeks. Rivalry still exists. I wish we had Michael Lombardi on uh, <laughs> uh, for this because, you know, he had, he was right in the mix of that, that, that bitter Colts-Patriots oh, rivalry that just wasn't on the football field, was in between the ownership groups mm-hmm. and the front office. So that still matters. And the hoodie still likes to beat those horseshoes, obviously. And the horseshoes still want to beat New England. And then the wrinkle of Josh McDaniels kind of reneging on the offer to become the Indianapolis Colts head coach. Obviously, Chris Ballard took that very personally when he right. said the rivalry's on and, you know, was was very upset about it. And, uh, you know, they had hired some of McDaniel's assistants, mm-hmm. including the defensive coordinator, Matt Eberflus. That was a McDaniel's guy. That was not a Frank Reich hire. But he's still been there, and the defense has been playing very well. So a lot of interesting storylines in this game. I personally like Indianapolis, but... I think you could still bet New England at two and a half. I expect there's going to be Patriots money. Yeah, it's going to be a fascinating. There are a lot of storylines there, as you mentioned right there. And uh, it is always a fascinating game when Bill Belichick goes to Indianapolis. There is certainly no love lost there from the past. Let's talk about the Falcons on on Sunday, rather, against the 49ers. Uh, late afternoon window on the East Coast. This game opened up as the Niners, uh, seven and a half point favorites. And it's crept up now to eight and a half mm. here. 
West, to me, bet now or bet later, if you like the Falcons, do you bet it later thinking you might get even more points? I think you probably could bet it a little bit later. And and I like the 49ers, and I bet them last Sunday at Cincinnati. And they got caught in a tight game, had to win it in overtime, but they were clearly the better team if you were watching that game throughout. Just kind of found a way to let Cincinnati back in, and that's kind of what the 49ers sometimes do. Now, they're in probably their worst point spread role. And that's as a home favorite. They have covered one time, I believe it was Mm -hmm. the last game a couple weeks ago against Minnesota. They have not been good as a home favorite, not only this year, but really since Kyle Shanahan's been out there in Santa Clara. But yet the 49ers are getting the money here. Atlanta still alive kind of in the playoffs. Six and seven did get a win at Carolina because six and seven right now would get you in. It'd have the Washington football team in at number uh, seven right there. But seven and a half was the opener. Now up to nine totals pretty much staying the same at 40. Five and a half. I'd wait. You might get a little more in Atlanta. I anticipate that there is going to be a buyback just on the number here. But 49ers have gotten all the support from the look ahead. Yeah, I got to tell you right now, Arthur Smith, we wrote this team off for dead here in the postseason picture here. And all of a sudden, if they could pull off this upset in San Francisco, they're looking pretty good and, here if they get back to 500. And some of these nine showing, by the way, could be a teaser protection yeah. move from some of these books because obviously a six-point teaser, that puts it down to three. So that doesn't get you through both seven and three. So so that's what this could be here, but I fully expect Atlanta will get some buyback. Very quickly on Monday, on Sunday night, rather, the Buccaneers land a big number, 11 and a half, and open up against the Saints. It's up to 12 and a half here. An emotional win in overtime against Buffalo. I uh, did see Taysom Hill look proficient against a, a bad football team in the Jets. What do you make mm-hmm. of that number? Yeah, and this is about right. It's mostly 11. It's 10 and a half, though, here at BetMGM. has gone down from the look ahead of 11 and a half. So you might, this might go down to 10, and you might be able to lay it with Tampa. Bay, but uh, Tampa Bay obviously priced at the moon, uh, really controlled the Bills, got kind of a lucky cover, but they were the better team most of that game. Saints, I mean, you just don't know what you're going to get, nope. but uh, a big number here, and the Saints have kind of owned Tampa Bay. Remember, they swept them last year, owned the division, but Tampa Bay got them in the playoffs. Yeah, kind of with you on that, though. It does feel like if that number comes down, maybe you wait if you want to back the Bucks. When we come back, Will Hill's going to join us talk some NFL and some of his best plays in the NBA. Come on back. It's the Lombardi line right here in these, these sports betting numbers. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests we are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. 
Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Starts this Friday, and VEASAN's got you covered with our all-new bowl betting guide. Get matchup analysis on every bowl game, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you make your very best bets. Whether you're betting on every game, playing contests, or just want to find a few key high-value prop scenarios, the VEASAN College Football Betting Guide can help give you that edge. Get your digital copy today for only $19.99 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. This is the Lombardi Line right here on VEASAN. Going to have Will Hill join us in just a moment, but you do have some more breaking news on the Browns COVID scenario. Yeah, and we mentioned last segment, Kimberly Martin of ESPN had repeated that she's hearing multiple issues on the offense. It looks like guard Wyatt Teller, wide receiver Jarvis Landry, now in the COVID pro- protocol, they tested positive. And this also uh, co-reporting with Adam Schefter. Browns do have that short week, that Saturday game with the Raiders. They also have now entered the NFL's league-enhanced protocols, what they're being called, with all meetings being held virtually. So right now at BetMGM, the, the number is actually off the board. It's probably going to be repriced. A couple other, few other shops actually have taken the number off the board. Mm. Remember, it was six, five and a half right. kind of when we came on air. 
seen it off uh, at some faraway places for I would expect that's probably at least going to be the first reprice once BetMGM and a few other stores get it up because that's basically the low I'm seeing in the market right now. All right, let's bring in our contributor right here at VEASAN. Uh, follow him on Twitter at NotTheWillHill. I like to call him the king of New York because he does a great job with the New York City cast. Will Hill joins us once again. So, Will, I know that one of your plays was going to be the Patriots in a, and the Browns in a six-point teaser. With this information breaking with the Browns, do you then kind of just hold off? Off, or do you think, boy, I might even get better value? Uh, yeah, I actually bet this, so there's no going back. And, man, we're starting to get flashbacks to last year where, man, you just can't feel comfortable turning the card in because you don't know what's going to happen. We're seeing this with the NBA, too, where they're rescheduling games and canceling games. So uh, it's been ugly the past couple of days. I know it was like 37, 38 tests yesterday. And, you know, look at the Rams game yesterday. You find out right, you know, a few hours before mm. the game, Ramsey's out, Higby's out, all these guys are out. It ends up not mattering, and the Rams obviously cover and win the game. But, uh you know, t- tough for people like us, not that anyone cares about us or feels bad for us, but, you know, <laughs> tough to make large sums of money wagers on these games five, six days ahead of time if, if we don't know who's going to be playing. All things being equal, I did like the Browns in a teaser. I just think the Raiders, with the season they've had, the turmoil, the coach, rugs, you know, they're from the West Coast, warm weather, beautiful Las Vegas. They're going to get off a plane where it's cold and windy in Cleveland. I just don't see them getting off the bus for this game. They're pretty much done. So I, I lean towards the Browns here. But, look, if you're going to go in a switch situation – Remember last year, they, uh, the Browns played the Jets late in the year, and they had, like, no wide receivers the day before. You know, you start to run out of bodies at some point, but all things being equal, I like the Browns. Just don't know uh, what kind of roster we're going to be dealing with here. And, Will, let me go to your other portion of the teaser leg in case maybe people don't want to use the Browns with this news coming out. I know you like the Patriots uh, teased up to about eight, eight and a half through the three and the seven. I can't argue with that, even though I do kind of lean Colts money line. Any other teaser legs out there that you'd be willing to put with New England? Yeah, I, I think the Chargers, you get them up to nine and a half, ten in division game. They seem to always play the Chiefs well. They kind of gave out the recipe on how to play the Chiefs. Remember early in the year, week three or four, they uh, they debuted that single high, that two high safety look to kind of keep everything in front. And, you know, they can run it on the Chiefs. I think that's a back and forth game. And if you can get through the obviously uh, the key number of seven, get up to nine and a half, you'd like to get up to ten. Uh, I could see the Chargers definitely hanging in this game. We got a, a lot of great primetime games. Chief Chargers, we had, you know, last night was good. Rams, Cardinals, last week, Buffalo and New England. I know there is a, uh, one of the Christmas games is really good. I think it's the Cardinals and the Colts. So mm-hmm. we're kind of at the mercy of the schedule maker this time of year. You know, they make the schedule back in April and May. And if, other than the Sunday night games that they can flex out of these games, if they stink, they stink. There's nothing we can do, but we kind of lucked out. We get some great games here in primetime. And by the way, get those contest plays early now that we're going to have not only a Thursday night game, but more Saturday night games for those of you out in the contest. Uh, one more thing, Dave, before we move on. This from Zach Jackson, at Akron Jackson on Twitter, who's been a guest on our program, The Green Zone, and he covers the Browns for the Athletic. Browns placed in the COVID reserve list. Wyatt Teller, Jarvis Landry, Austin Hooper, Tack McKinley. Jedrick Wills Jr., JoJo Natson, Ross Travis, Drew Forbes. So I don't know if that's the end of the line, but nevertheless, that's several players. And uh, you're about to see uh, this game probably disappear from the board and reprice. We think it's going to probably be about four. You got to have 53 on Sunday. Boy, that is a mash unit right now. We saw that the Lions, uh, when they had to activate like seven players from the practice squad last week in Denver. You know, Will, I saw some of your other picks, and I do want to get to one. And it looks like the dog game of the week, right? When you got the Texans taking on Herb and the Jags, but I know you like the Texans here. 
I actually love the Texans. I'm right there with you. I can't believe they're getting three and a half. What are we missing here? Neither can I. First of all, let me just preface this by saying this. If you guys give me this game for the green zone, I'm going to come out to Vegas. (laughs) Dave... Dave posts UFC stuff, so I'm not messing with Dave. He probably knows UFC, and Wes could probably put me in a sharpshooter. He's a wrestling geek, so I'm not messing with Wes. I'm not messing with either of you guys, but I'm going to be very disappointed. Do not give me this game, please. Uh, I'll take the three and a half. Look, two crappy we'll stick Alvari with this game, right? <laughs> yeah, she uh, she just texted me. She volunteered to do it. Uh, yeah, two bad teams. Just take the three and a half. I'm shocked we're getting the hook here. The Texans have actually played sneaky good defense, and I don't know if you guys have noticed, but the Urban Meyer era in, the, in Jacksonville <laughs> hasn't exactly worked out great. Apparently, he's getting fights with everybody. I don't know if you saw this. Somebody asked him about the snap count. I forget the player's name uh, about the snap count of a particular player, and he said, well, I think he played a lot more this week. I'll have to go back and double-check. And they went and looked. He played zero snaps. Wow. So, uh, doesn't, don't know if Urban Meyer is doing a whole lot there. I'll take the three and a half. Just don't make me watch it. Yeah, I'm right there with him, Wes, yeah. because I look at this and I go, how can you support Urban Meyer and lay three and a half? Like mm-hmm. that. So to me, we talk about buy now or buy later. You want to jump on this right now. You want to talk about the ultimate contrarian favorite. If you really like contrarian <sighs> favorites, it is this game with Jacksonville. Man, I, I don't know if this is, this is probably a stay away. Like when I go over the uh, – contest card with my partner this one it's like okay next that, that we're going to go by this game if you got a strong read good on you I certainly wouldn't want to lay it with Jacksonville yeah it just doesn't feel right and and again there is another play out there that I know some people are going to say will are you really going to back the Chicago Bears after what you saw in the second half against uh, the Aaron Rodgers and the ownership group that is Aaron Rodgers over the Bears but you like them this week as a home dog yeah, I do. This opened at four and a half. I was shocked it was that high. First of all, it's the Vikings. They're not very good on defense. Everything is an adventure. Uh, every game, I, I think they beat Seattle by 13. Other than that, everything else is a one-score game, one-possession game. Uh, they just don't pull away from anybody. They're not good enough on defense, and they really struggle in Chicago. They've lost five out of the last six against the Bears. They've lost 16 out of the last 21 in whatever it's called. It's not Soldier Field anymore, but whatever they call it in Chicago. They really struggle in Chicago for whatever reason. Offensive line doesn't travel well. Uh, division game, you're getting over a field goal. I do not trust the Vikings whatsoever. Uh, to me, it's a field goal game or, or worse. Uh, I like the Bears here. You know, I used to live right next to Soldier Field. I would run as my jog and then touch Soldier Field and run back well. So I'm going to call it Soldier Field forever. That's just my old man stance on this one. Yeah, this game uh, with the Vikings, look, they never get away. They got away. I was on them last Thursday night, and they got away, and somehow they had to be life and death there. And if it wasn't for Chase Claypool, and he's got a Christmas card, by the way, on to him in (laughs) Pittsburgh right now. If it wasn't for Claypool doing the old first down signal and wasting time, Pittsburgh might have had a chance to tie that game up. They would have needed the two. But I'm actually kind of with Will Hill. Look, uh, the Bears – I thought that they deserved a better fade on Sunday night. They probably uh, deserved to cover that game, even though Matt Nagy goes ahead and, and, and punts on a fourth and, and one. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, so maybe they didn't, but in terms of the stats, they were kind of right in the game. So maybe this is kind of the bears. You know, we take out our frustration. Minnesota, I know is kind of still on the precipice of playoff contention, but boy, uh, this is not a trustable road favorite. It is home dog or nothing here. All right, one more game very quickly, Will, we have to get to. I don't know if this is a fade Dave Ross scenario here, but you're going to take the G-men at home against those vaunted Dallas Cowboys. Explain yourself, sir. 
The Giants are actually pretty good on defense. This is kind of a last-in game for Judge. I think he's going to be on his way out, even if he you know wins this game or plays well in this game. I think this is it for Judge. I think it's going to be a whole new regime. But getting ten and a half, a division game. Ever since Dak got hurt against the Patriots, you yeah. know he missed that next game against Minnesota. They haven't played great on offense. I mean, they were up twenty-four nothing on Washington the other day. That was more defense leading to offense than anything. The offense has kind of been, you know. On and off, they haven't really played well. The Giants are good on defense. Uh, I'm going to take the 10.5. And, and you know what, what's tough for the Giants is they look across the field and see Micah Parsons. That's a guy they could have drafted. They <laughs> traded the pick. That's a guy that's a perfect Giant, a pass rusher. You know, you think of the Giants, you think of pass rushers, LT and straight hand. That's a guy you traded out of the pick to have. You could have had him. Now you got to face him for the next 10 years in your division. But uh, I do think this line is a little high. You mean Dave Gettleman doesn't get it right in the draft? I am absolutely <laughs> shocked to hear that. Yeah, he's not going to be making the. Uh, that was the last pick he traded, or last pick he made, because he's not going to be making the picks going forward. It's going to be a, a t- complete tear down here for the Giants, I think. All right, he is the king of New York. He is Will Hill. You have to follow him at not the Will Hill. And Will, we can't confirm nor deny that you'll have the Jags and Texans on Sunday at the Green Zone. We'll just to Jacob be, Rose better watch. He's all over it. <laughs> to be determined. <laughs> we'll always appreciate the time and the information. When we come back here on Vison West, we're going to talk some college basketball and other some games that have piqued your interest tonight. So come on back. It's the Lombardi Line right here on Vison, the Sports Betting off a VEASAN all-access subscription for the rest of football season with our big game special. Get access to our in-depth matchup analysis, trends, and picks for every game and sport on the schedule, including our exclusive betting splits showing where you see where the money is going on every single game. Sign up today and you also get our daily best bets emails, weekly betting guides, 24-7 video, plus our all-new college bowl betting guide covering every bowl game for only $39 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Back alongside Wes Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. This is the Lombardi line right here on Beeson. And Wes, it's kind of slim pickings tonight around the college basketball slate, but we've got a couple games here that you think we might be able to find some value. Let's start off with Arizona State against Creighton tonight here. Arizona State right now 2-8-1 and one ATS in their last 11 following mm-hmm. an ATS win. That's where they come in this scenario. Overs 5-1 and one in their last six. What do you make of this matchup tonight? Yeah, and you mentioned the slim pickings because this is finals week at most universities and college across America. So you don't get a lot of these games, and then you'll get about 150 or 200 games seemingly <laughs> right. on a Saturday. Uh, so then it'll be packed. But yeah, there are some teams that don't play during the week because of obviously because of finals week. So ASU and Creighton here, boy, ASU talk about an erratic team. They are mm-hmm. four and six on the season. They have played, I believe, eight NCAA. A tournament teams already from last season. They have played a tough schedule at San Diego State, played Baylor, Syracuse, and Loyola. I believe down at the Battle of for Atlantis and the Bahamas, lost all three. Then, of course, they had the game against Washington State on December 1st. 51 oh. to 29 was the final score. Not yes, a halftime you, score. Yes, you heard that right. Arizona State scored 29 points in that game. 0.44 points per possession. I believe they shot 12 of 57 <laughs> for that game. That That's like 
freaking possible. <laughs> and then you look after that game, they go beat Oregon on the road. And I know Oregon's kind of struggling uh, to start the season, beat them in overtime. And they beat GCU, Grand Canyon, uh, who, you know, an up and coming yeah. team in the whack under Bryce Drew. So now they go to Creighton. Uh, Creighton, by the way, I believe has won 23 non-conference games in a row at home. They did just beat BYU up at the Sanford Pentagon in Sioux Falls, South Dakota on Saturday. Creighton, two losses this year to a good Colorado State team and also to Iowa State, who is still undefeated. We saw Iowa State absolutely run out Iowa last Thursday night. So uh, looking at this game, I think that the number is probably about right when I look at it. But uh, if anything... I might be looking to lay it with Creighton, perhaps. I have not yet bet this game. This is down to seven now, and actually six and a half at BetMGM. Hmm. Total has declined. Totals in ASU games are probably going to keep declining right. because everybody remembers that 29 points. And that's why I want to ask you, Wes, when you see that, because there will be a natural, I would say, overreaction to that yes. one game. Does this give you some value then in possibly playing the over? That's what you, you really got in my head there because that's exactly what I was thinking I'm like you know what maybe wait for this to drop a little bit because we're already starting to see 134 and a half at bet MGM this was an opener of about 136 136 and a half so wait for this to drop because people do remember yes Arizona State scored 29 points you How know well against you Washington State right. yeah Creighton is a team that does like to get up tempo though uh uh uh, McDermott has always really liked to get up and down the floor. And if you look at pace, this pace has been a little bit slower at 216. But this is a team that absolutely eats at the rim, Creighton. They are 10th best in the country at the rim, 58.2%. And they also defend the rim very well. They've got some size down low uh, with the big seven-footer. But... Yeah, I'd be leaning to the over here, but I want to wait. This may drop throughout the afternoon, so okay. go ahead and wait on that. Right, hold out then maybe before tip and see where that number has declined to, hopefully get it down to the 132 scenario. Let's talk about Alabama against Memphis. Look, Alabama, we know they want to push pace, right? 4-0 mm -hmm. uh, in their last four games overall to the over uh, against Memphis here. Again, they also have played some highly paced games here, 5-2 and two to the over in their last seven. Is that when I, why I see that total at 154 and a half? So that's already priced in. Is it too highly priced? Uh, it's probably about right. And I actually on the side, you can get some three and a half at the market. I think bet MGM does have three and a half threes elsewhere, but I kind of like Memphis here in this spot. Alabama, big win on Saturday night. Hung on against Houston, by the way. And uh, a very controversial or uh, controversy, as they were saying <laughs> on the Formula One broadcast on Sunday morning. I love the way the Europeans pronounce controversy <laughs> instead of this uh, American pronunciation of con controversy. But uh, nevertheless... Might have been a goaltend at the end on Alabama. Block shot above the cylinder was not called. Kelvin Sampson and his team were not very happy. And if you saw that little video of them leaving the floor, some garbage getting dumped over on the way to the locker room. Kellen Sampson, Kelvin's uh, son and uh, my former classmate in my graduate program at Indiana, kicked over a chair, yeah. had to send an apology. Nate Oates is waiting for the handshake because Kelvin's going after the referee mm. and Houston with the tough one-point loss there. So Alabama got that win. Now they go to a Memphis team and a team that's kind of had a little bit of turmoil this season. Memphis got off to a 5-0 and start and then they lost three straight. Lost to Iowa State, lost at a bad Georgia team, lost at Ole Miss, and then has lost at home to Murray State 74-72. to 
Penny Hardaway kind of called out his guys. It was, a, I think, a Seth Davis piece in The Athletic uh -oh. where Penny talked about the fact that we've got a lot of jealous guys on this team. Oh. And, and we know that Memphis has recruited off the charts. Yes. They've been a top five recruiting class over the last couple of years. Penny Hardaway very well connected amongst that, you know, Summer basketball, AAU circuit, whatever you want to call it. With his recruiting. Yeah, absolutely. And he's going with the youth movement. He made a change. He started Earl Timberlake, the transfer from Miami. And the two freshmen that classified early, Imani Bates and Jalen Duran, who are likely to be lottery picks next year, assuming that they're one and dones. And he sat the seniors and the juniors, basically. He was not very happy with those guys. So this appears to be a team in turmoil. 0-4 ATS and 0-4 straight up their last four games overall yet they're only getting three and a half mm. here and this Memphis uh, you know this seems like the least possible you know possible game for them to get right because this is an Alabama team mind you that went to Gonzaga and lit up the Zags right and absolutely dominated them went up tempo with them and and we're just a better team all throughout that 40 minute game but I'm gonna go with Memphis here and I'm gonna go with the plus three and a half uh, of course, Larry Brown, an assistant on that staff at Memphis with Penny Hardaway and also Rasheed Wallace. So uh, I'm surprised some of these guys are getting out of line. Maybe Sheed would get them in line and then yell at them like they're Steve Javi or something. What a staff. I mean, when you've got Sheed and you've got old man Larry still doing what he does with Penny Hardaway, boy, that, that feels like a lot of basketball brain power on that staff. Yeah. And to your point, getting three should be kind of a flag here that says, hey, I think people are expecting a really good tussle out of Memphis tonight. And it, it, what could be a showcase game for them to turn their season around? Yeah, and look, they were off a win where they were about double-digit favorites right there around against Murray State. They led Murray State, kind of blew a lead, and now they get Alabama coming in. This just seems like almost like easy pickings for Alabama uh, in this game. They just beat a Houston team that maybe could be like a – an elite eight yeah. or at least a sweet 16 team potential dark horse final four team and Alabama has not only beaten Houston but beat Gonzaga as I said now you go to a Memphis team that looks absolutely reeling where there's like a lot of dissension in the ranks a lot of the older guys jealous of the younger guys I'm going to go against the grain here, and I'm going to go with the Memphis Tigers. All right, so while Alabama gets Memphis, North Alabama gets Auburn here, and Bruce Pearl in his bunch here. Auburn playing good uh, basketball as of late, 5-0 and ATS in their last five, uh, and they're playing good defense here. The under has hit in their last four Tuesday games that they've had on Big Tuesday. So, obviously, it's a huge number here, 29 that they're laying against North Alabama. What do you make of this matchup? My numbers say maybe that Auburn would be worth laying the points here. However, like I mentioned at the top of the segment, this is finals week. So this is one of those games where it's sometimes dangerous to lay a big favorite like Auburn is. What are they, 28 and a half? Is that what you're seeing Up right 29, now? 29, yeah. Yeah, and Auburn, by the way, they do come off a nice win in Atlanta over Nebraska, scored 99 points on the Nebraska Cornhuskers, albeit kind of a shorthanded team Fred Hoiberg has right now. But uh, 1.32 points per possession, that's obviously very good. They hit 14 threes at a 45% clip. You're going to win most of those games when you have those kind of numbers. You get North Alabama. Alabama coming in and North Alabama this is a team 
Look, they're always excited to play. When you're the smaller state school, mm -hmm. you're always oh, excited big, to play the big school. They're Super Bowl. Yeah, this is your biggest game of the year. And this is a step up in class, by the way. North Alabama is 6-3, and three, but really haven't beaten anybody of note. I think their best team in the Ken Palm they beat was Alabama A&M, mm. who rates like 329th out of 358. So there's a reason why they're this big of an underdog. And by the way, their opener, the only team they kind of played near Auburn's level was Mississippi State, and they got beat by 26. But... I wouldn't want to I, I, danger a little bit here with Auburn. Look, could they run this team out? Absolutely. But they got a big game on the road against St. Louis on Saturday. This might be kind of one of those get through it games during finals week where maybe the players don't have their full focus on the game. All at right, hand. 30 seconds to go. Let me see if I can sneak in Santa Clara against Boise State. Because you look at Boise State, they have not been a good home team play. One in four ATS in their last five. And Santa Clara traditionally has been a good play after they come off an ATS loss. 19 and seven in the last 20. Yeah, lean Santa Clara at seven and a hook. Santa Clara did get beat by a kind of down Cal team in the Pac-12. Boise State's a better team. I think Herb Sendek's guys step up. Close game here. When we come back, we broke down the NFC earlier in the program. We're going to break down the AFC. Who is the best of the best and maybe take a Super Bowl flyer on? We'll discuss when you come back with us. It's Visa, the Sports Betting At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. you need is at BetMGM. Sign up now using your bonus code VSIN1000 and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. When you register with BetMGM, you're also going to get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials from epic touchdowns to spectacular slam dunks. The King of Sportsbooks takes every play to a thrilling new level. Simply download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and use the bonus code VSIN1000 to make your very first wager risk-free up to $1,000. $1,000. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Dave Ross alongside West Reynolds. This is the Lombardi Line right here on Beeson. Early in the program, we did the exercise of now, mm-hmm. after seeing the Rams beat the Cardinals, and right now as it stands, Green Bay would have the number one seed in the NFC, to try to determine who we think has the best pathway to cash those tickets to represent the conference in the Super Bowl. Let's do the same exercise for the AFC, because right now, that would be the New England Patriots. And think of them what you will, but I think the majority says, hmm, Chiefs, now at 9-4, and four, this huge, massive game on Thursday against the Chargers, maybe my betting money should still lie in Kansas City. What say you? Right. And look, all the 9-4 and four teams, by, that, by the way, there are three of them. New England, number one, because they do have that win over Tennessee in Foxborough a couple weeks ago. But all of these guys, we mentioned kind of most of those NFC contenders got a little bit of a easy game, at least on the surface. You know, big favorites, most of those teams. But... All of these teams, New England, look, they're an underdog at Indy. And I think that's going to be a pros versus Joes type of game. You've already seen the money move to Indy. That's not casual Joe better money. That means there's some professionals that like this Colts team who, by the way, seven and six. And I talked about the fact they should be 10 and three. 
If you're looking for maybe a team, if you don't have Super Bowl wagers, that might be a team to look at. They're a better team than their record indicates, but like the Rams last night, this is put up or shut up time for the Colts. This is the this is the game. You win this game, then all of a sudden we're buying you as a contender. If not, you're on the periphery of maybe making or even missing the playoffs. But looking at the top there, Chiefs still the favorite because look, uh, that's that old Ric Flair adage: to be the man, <laughs> you got to beat the man. And, and the Chiefs are still the man, at least in the AFC. But. Patriots seven wins in a row, seven covers in a row. So you're probably going to get the casual betters betting them as an underdog. And I don't disagree with Will Hill, who was on with us earlier in the program, to necessarily tease this up to eight and a half. I think that's the best way to play New England if you like this game. And there is a middle possibility. Maybe lay Colts on the small favorite money line and then take Patriots plus eight and a half and hope that that falls in that middle somewhere between one and eight. I am stunned. That I see the Buffalo Bills mm-hmm. at plus seven hundred. This is a seven and six football team. I mean, Wes, are we still wrapped up in you know last year getting to the title game against the Chiefs, leading that game nine nothing in the first? Like, are, to me, I, there's just no value there with the Bills at, at plus seven hundred. Now, unless they come back and still win the AFC East, which would be huge obviously going forward, but they're not going to get the one seed. They they were, in full disclosure, my pick in the summer to make it out of the AFC. I think you actually were, were on the right track then, but what's happened to this team yeah. now, well, I just don't see this. I think the numbers guys still see something with the Bills, but you don't really see it in the win-loss column and necessarily on the field. And by the way, Josh Allen questionable with mm-hmm. that uh, that toe injury. Uh, a lot of toe injuries going around with the uh, quarterbacks <laughs> in the National Football League. Emmanuel Sanders questionable. Uh, Lotu Lele, the defensive tackle, is questionable. So, look, maybe this is the time for Buffalo to at least somewhat get right because if you look at the schedule – they get Carolina coming in. We know Carolina Done. is in some issues right now. Uh, Boy. In some pickle, especially in that quarterback position. They do have to go to New England the day after Christmas, but then they get Atlanta at home and they get the Jets at home. So you got to think three and one down the stretch is relatively so attainable. So you're looking at a 10-win football team, right? We'll and be that, good that, that for means the one that's seed. probably a wild card. Right. For, for Buffalo, you know, the five, six, seven seed in that regard. Because, look, if they get swept by the Patriots, all she rode. I mean, and, and the Patriots are already up two games in the league. But kind of going back to the general theme, what I was saying about a lot of these top AFC teams, you got New England on the road at Indianapolis, who now finds themselves, I believe, in the sixth spot with all the right teams losing last weekend, including the Bengals. But... You've got some of these other teams. Tennessee's got to go on the road to Pittsburgh. They're laying two, basically, in the market. We know Mike Tomlin is an underdog, usually pretty darn good, even right. though he didn't get it done last week at Minnesota. But Minnesota tried to uh, add to his underdog ledger with some of their poor play. But I digress on that situation. But just looking at a lot of these top teams, Kansas City now goes to the Chargers. Mm-hmm. And we mentioned about the Cleveland COVID issues. Looks like some for Kansas City as well, because now that was four when we were talking to Soren Petro of uh, 810 Radio there in Kansas City in the first hour. Now seeing threes basically in the market. And I think a lot of that is due to Chris Jones. And, you know, maybe it's the overreaction here at least early in the week. But he's a one-point player. But absolutely, he has made a total difference because they had Chris Jones on the outside to start the year. And the Chiefs and Steve Spagnuolo's defense was one of the worst units in the league. And then all of a sudden you get Melvin Ingram, Mm. put him as the pass rusher, move Jones in the inside. Just go back to that AFC championship game against Buffalo. 
Chris Jones won then that game. He was absolutely dominant. So he is now in the COVID protocol. Legereus Sneed, their corner, should come back. Of course, he did mess Sunday's game against the Raiders. Uh, his brother was uh, fatally stabbed, mm. uh, tragically. So uh, he missed that game. So he should be back. Other than that, Chiefs relatively healthy. I believe they have Josh Gordon in the COVID protocol, but he hasn't really been much of a factor. And it's kind of a curious move because you look at the Chargers. They've got issues. Keenan Allen's still in, in uh, miss with COVID. Uh, Questenberry, the guard mm. miss. Rashawn Slater is now doubtful. The first-round pick out of Northwestern, the tackle. Pretty good Aust tackle, too. Austin Eckler hurt his ankle on mm -hmm. Sunday. He's questionable. Derwin James, hamstring. Asante Samuel Jr., concussion. But yet the Chargers see in the support here, down to a three when it was basically four less than an hour ago. I do like your, your number on the Colts at 16-1 to one to try to find some longer shot value here to still represent the conference in the Super Bowl. I I want to throw out a couple other names to you here uh, off the beaten path just a hair. They would be the Chargers, and they would be the Browns and the Bengals. And again, you're trying to extrapolate which teams are going to be playoff teams, one, mm -hmm. and two, which teams are going to get healthy. Because if you go fully loaded, is there any value at 18 to 1 or 20 to 1 for the teams in Ohio? Yeah, let me look at the Cleveland uh, schedule first. They do get the Raiders. We're now seeing that drop with the COVID issue. They got to go to Green Bay and they've also got to go to Pittsburgh. Dude. And they've got Cincinnati at home. Uh, and I just man, I I thought Cleveland and look, they won the money line, didn't cover the spread, but Something's not right with Cleveland. And it's not just this the uh, COVID stuff that was obviously brought up at the top of the hour. Baker Mayfield doesn't look right. He still doesn't look right. I know he's not on the injury report, but, uh, you know, there's got to be something there where he's not 100% because you're starting to hear from the national media and some of the, the NFL chatter that we get throughout the week uh, that, you know, maybe time to move on from Baker. Wow. Do you want to go somewhere else? I mean, I've been seeing, hey, go with Case Keenum over Baker Mayfield that he, you know, that he can maybe give you a little bit more dy dynamism or, or rather yeah. in the, in the uh, offense. But, uh, I, yeah, I just can't see it with Cleveland. And I also think Cincinnati, we've seen it the last couple weeks. They've lost two in a row at home. Cincinnati's kind of getting exposed a little bit. I think that they're still about a year away. Cincinnati, by the way, has to go to Denver this Sunday. That's not going to be an easy contest. No, no. never an easy uh, place to go to go play them at Mile High. They get the Ravens at home. They get the Chiefs at home. Then they got to go to Cleveland. So no bad teams on that schedule. So, uh, But the a AFC North, Dave, oh, if you're asking me to handicap that, I have no idea. Somebody's going to win that division. <laughs> I have no idea who. And again, the Ravens right now still leading that division at 8-5. and five. I would love them, and it looks like value that you would get with them at 14 to one right now, but Marlon Humphrey. I mean, it's their best cover corner, mm -hmm. and I, I'm assuming that he's not going to play the, the rest of the way here. So, you know, you look at these teams, and it's so much of the walking wounded here in the NFL, and then you add COVID on top of that. There are so many variables here that you just don't really know. I got to think right now, maybe the best long shot plays that I would take are your Colts at 16 to one, and possibly the Chargers at 10 to one. But you just illustrated how banged up. The Chargers are at this stage of the season. It's like, which team will be the healthiest as right. the last man standing in this and conference? And nobody's more banged up than the Ravens right now. And then, of course, Lamar still questionable. But look, Green Bay coming in, got to go to Cincinnati. You got the Rams coming in, and you've got the Steelers coming in. So the Ravens, at least, probably should have the best odds of those North teams, considering you got three of the four at M&T Bank Stadium in Baltimore. But all three pretty good teams. And the Titans, we, we really don't even discuss at plus 800. This is a nine-win football team. And nobody's team. had more teams on in, or guys on injured reserve.
deserve rather than the Titans. If they get Derrick Henry back, oh my goodness. I, I would love those odds if I knew that Derrick Henry was kind of going to come back. But Julio just, Jones, by the way, already back. All right, so we just don't know about the king, Derrick Henry, if he'll be able to go come postseason time. Wes, really enjoy the conversation. As always, want to thank Soren Petra for joining us. And of course, the king of New York, Will Hill, joining us as well. Thanks for watching the Lombardi Line right here on Beeson. We'll see you tomorrow. It is, of course, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.